Hello and welcome to the second episode of Two Mr P's in a Podcast. Um, I'm here, Mr P, with the other Mr P. Good evening. How are we? So, um, we're just going to start talking about how amazing the feedback has been from our first episode. Just want to say massive, massive thank you to anyone who gave it a listen, especially people who have subscribed on Apple Podcasts and also giving it a rating and review. I've been reading quite a bit about sort of podcasts and how you can get up the charts and get featured by Apple, and it does need as much support as possible. So for everyone who does rate and review, it sort of pumps us up the chart and Apple will sort of take notice, which will just help us get a bigger audience for what we're doing so if you do have a spare couple of minutes we would really really appreciate any sort of feedback some of the feedback's been really really positive i don't know if you've listened or listened if you've read any of it adam um i've listened to quite a bit of the feedback actually lee (laughs) no i have i've been reading some of the reviews just to bring a smile to my face before bedtime you've Um, been buzzing with it you've been buzzing about it adam has been made up his phone me pretty much every day asking where are we in the charts we did peak the highest we got to was uh, 30. It was 30, And that's yeah. 30 in every podcast available, so that's quite a... Well, we see it as quite a big achievement. We, yeah, we were buzzing, and then I thought, well, I'll tell you what, if we're 30 now, we're going to be... We could even climb top 20 tomorrow, I checked. 160. <laughs> yeah, we fell quite <laughs> drastically. But we were then sort of second in the education pocket. And we're cheating a bit, really. I don't know whether we should be categorised as education because I don't think you're going to learn much from this podcast, are you? I mean, we are educators, but this isn't really an education podcast. There's already those out there, and you can listen to them if you want. It's more a podcast about education. Yeah, it? so, yeah. We were number two behind TED Talks. Watch many TED Talks, Adam. I've never actually heard of TED Talks, to be honest with you. I've seen the movie with Ted. Mark Wahlberg. Exactly. No, some good TED Talks, actually. I'd love to do one. But we're not trying to get into any podcast beef. No, no, no. You know, we respect everyone else. <laughs> we're, we're above quite a few terrific podcasts in the charts. And then, obviously, we were very far behind quite a few. <laughs> uh, anyway... We've had some great tweets. Uh, in fact, one of our friends has offered to um, create a little intro track because they said as soon as they heard the podcast, it started to hurt their ears. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I'm not a musician. That's something I've just thrown together using my incredible techie skills. Yeah, if you've not enjoyed that intro song, hopefully one of our friends is going to improve it. I do have to agree with that, to be honest. It's one of my friends who's offered to... Um who's offered to do the new the new theme tune. And the one that we've currently got, I'd just like to apologise for. It, it, it really <laughs> reminds trying. me. It really reminds me of when you used to have to enter the code on your Nokia 3210 to get a nice new ringtone. I always remember taking a, a long time, easily from Stretford to Sale, <laughs> doing E.T. theme. And then as soon as someone rang me, it went... And you're buzzing. And that was me. I loved it. Mr. Popular for all the five minutes. <laughs> so, you knock your two to I was too busy getting the high score on Snake. You know the score. Uh, so, we've also had someone offer to, to make a little animation from uh, the fa- their favourite story from each episode. So, it's a teacher who also does these amazing sort of like doodles and cartoons. And he's going to have a go at sort of animating one of the stories. I think he's choosing a DX story from last week. Oh, that'd be amazing. It that'd would be, be amazing. incredible. He'd, he would have to spend a long time on Tyrrell. 
because Tyrrell had a certain look and yeah, a certain yeah, way. I'll have to give him the, the input it's, on that. It's going to take him a long time to master the man. Yeah, he was a great man. Uh, so we did get quite a bit of love. Hashtag Tyrrell. Wasn't quite trending on Twitter, but we did get a few tweets. My funniest tweet was someone who said, um, I take it Adam didn't have his tea before recording because he seemed to mention food quite a lot. So I did listen back through, and you managed to mention Mackey KFC, Dr Pepper, Turkey Twizzlers, Jamie Oliver won't be happy, and Gravy. Well, the route I'm going is I've seen Scarlett Moffat, I've seen Davina McCall, I've seen all of these celebrities doing fitness DVDs for Christmas, and I thought, why not do a podcast fitness program <laughs> where you might listen to it in the car, and instead of pulling through and grabbing a double cheeseburger or five, going straight past that drive through Are you getting your fix from your stories? Is that what you're trying to say? Exactly. Um, so, how's your week been, Adam? Been up to this week? It's been very good. It's been uh, busy as normal, but it was funny. Uh, I think it was about two days after the uh, after we released the first episode, I came into the room I was working in, in my school, to a very, very old, dusty blue chair <laughs> with a note on it saying, I hope this doesn't scare you. <laughs> you know, Throwback. which was a re- reference to the old uh, Tyrrell blue chair. Yeah. And it took me, I'm not going to lie, it, it scared me. I thought, is he back? Is well, he there? no, but it's good banter, isn't it? It's nice to have uh, your staff supporting you. And, uh, yeah, it's good when you can have a laugh in school. It does make a difference, which is what this podcast's about. So as always, I'll mention now that we do, um, we do want to hear from you. We want to hear your funny stories. We've had quite a few. We're going to share a couple. Um, oh, and we did get a funny text. One of my friends text, well, in our little WhatsApp group, um, he did comment saying... Uh, how's your back, Adam? And uh, Adam sort of replied, fine, why? And he said, well, you've been carrying Lee the whole episode. Well, I mean, I wouldn't quite agree with that. I would say maybe for every 20 funny things in the first episode, you came up with maybe one of them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, so it started already, has it? Started already. So apart from that, how's your week been? We were out on Saturday, weren't we? We were out celebrating. celebrating. It was it was my birthday. It was my wife's birthday, so we we're out celebrating. Um, quite a heavy night. Feeling a bit tender on um, on Sunday. It got to that point. I don't know if you've ever had that where we sort of finished at the bar, and everyone else wanted to go out for another drink somewhere else. We're talking about one in the morning now, and I'm struggling at that time. I just wanted to go home. I was sort of sat there going, "Can we please get a taxi?" And my wife was like, "No, we'll just go for one more." So we ended up getting to this other bar queuing up there for for ages just in the cold and we got to the front of the queue bouncer just turned around like bouncers do and just sort of said he's not getting in pointing to me and i'm not gonna lie i've never been so happy to be turned away from a bar i wasn't even that drunk i was just so tired i just wanted to get into bed i'm getting old i'm getting past it you're only just now getting old and past it. <laughs> oh, here we go. You like that thing, that, that meme I see where it's like a picture of a, I think it's like a nurse with a grandma, and it's like when your friend's one year oh, older yeah. than you. Yeah. Yeah. But you're four years older than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, then we, when we had, I was down in London on Sunday. This is, so I was at the uh, LGFL conference on Monday. Absolutely brilliant. Had a great day. But the most, the weirdest thing, I saw the weirdest thing at the, uh, at the train station. So I got to Houston and, you know, you'll get certain people who are rushing 
to try and get the train, right? Yeah. I saw this guy, and we're talking older than me. I don't know how old. He was a little bit grey, but he passed me so fast, I wasn't 100% sure. Wearing Heelys. As in the, the trainers with the little... <laughs> yeah. Oh, he just soon passed me, but the smug look on his face, it was amazing. And I was just like, this guy is winning at life here. We're all living in 2018. He's in 3018. I mean, he's never missing a train in his life. He's getting around. Everyone's busy, but he's one step ahead with these heelys. Do you know what? I'd, lo- I'd love to be that confident, but guaranteed I'd be a YouTube sensation because it would be... Overweight man on Heelys <laughs> crashes onto the tracks. Yeah. <laughs> well, it got me thinking, like, wouldn't it be good to have a pair of Heelys when you're, when you're in class, when you're teaching? You know, like, in the morning, you stick the Heelys on, you're definitely going to be first at the photocopier. you just That's be zooming true. past everyone, just true. like, morning, see you later. But be then, in year six printing the SATs tests, you'll be in there in a true, shop. But then other teachers might buy Heelys and then, you know, the head's going to have a problem when the kids are walking in and you're having a Heely race <laughs> with your yeah. TA. It'd be like that episode of uh, Friends with Ross where he has to get from exactly, one side yeah. and he's, and yeah, he's like yeah. roller skating, he'd pass his arm. Right, so we have received so many stories. They have all been absolutely brilliant and uh, we will share them, well, we'll share as many as we can over uh, over the next few episodes. I don't know if any, any caught your eye, if there's anything that caught your eye. Shall I read one that, that I, I liked? Um, we were learning about making social media profiles private, as you do. I got the kids to Google themselves and see what comes up. I used to love doing that at school. Did you ever used to... Like when you were at school, you used to just oh, Google yeah. other people in your class. Yeah, I loved get it. these random. Used, yeah, like an, <laughs> an American hillbilly <laughs> in hot pants <laughs> with a mustache. Oh, they used to love it. Um, Mr. Can't. F- so the teacher got them to Google themselves. One child said, Mr. Can't find anything about me. So the teacher said, Well, your account is well locked down then. Good work. Child said, What should I do now? And uh, the teacher decided, Oh, Google a family member. A couple of minutes later, miss, I found my mum on Match.com, <laughs> as you do. And so the teacher, being, you know, loads of, loads of adults do that these days. One of my friends recently got married to a man, man she met online, but the child responded with, yeah, but I bet my dad doesn't know she's on there. <laughs> oh. It's like an episode of Jeremy Kyle in your classroom there, isn't it? That is awkward town for It is, teacher. especially if the mum and dad are together. That is going to be... Yeah, I'm awkward conversation. Walking out at the end of the day, mum and dad had stood there. How was she today? Um, brilliant. <laughs> she was she was excellent, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so any any stories? Well I did what I did what I tell this one. Uh, it's actually it was told to me by my wife, who's also a, a primary school teacher. Um she's been teaching recently about um She's been teaching writing about and doing news correspondence and things like that. So what she did with the class was they were performing the news in front of the class, so they'd write reports and et cetera, et cetera. And um, they were finally performing them in front of the class, and she says to uh, she thought to herself, right, who's going who's gonna to be sensible? Who can she pick? Because the children had asked, can we come up with a name for the reporter? Reporter, yeah, so, We don't have to yeah. use our own name. You know, you've always got Jack the lad at the back of the class. Oh, can I be Dabby McFloss? Like, no, no, thanks. <laughs> no, thanks, pal. Not today. Yeah. Um, so we just wanted a textbook name. So my wife um, decided to choose this Hungarian uh, EAL child who really confident, very good at, uh, at his writing and things like that. 
So he ends up standing up and he says, um, and she goes, okay, are you ready, Abji? And he, and he turns around and he says, uh, yes, miss. And he said, welcome to the six o'clock news with me. Bob Marley. <laughs> so at this point, Kim says she just went, oh, um, no, actually, no, you can't use that name. We all know Bob Marley. You can't use that. I'm going to give you two minutes to think of another one. <laughs> so he sits down. She says he's sat there for a good two minutes. He goes, miss, miss, I'm ready. I'm ready. So it's like, right, brilliant. Let's go for it again, Adji. Okay, up you go. So he goes, <clears throat> welcome to the six o'clock news with me. Rick Astley. <laughs> and Kim said she just, she just had to let him do it because, to be fair, none of the kids knew who he was. Yeah, yeah. You know, if that was me, I'd have said, hey, listen, Adji, you know the rules and so do I. <laughs> but, um, I mean, you know, he rickrolled the entire class, didn't he? He, 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 he reversed it. Oh, it would have been amazing if his stories just dropped in the lyrics. Oh, as well. unbelievable. Oh, that's funny, that. Rick Ass, where's he got that from? That's unbelievable. You know, his news story about about these two people who were no strangers to love. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny, that. Yeah, we call our uh, photocopier Bob Marley. Do you know why? Because it's always jamming. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not having one. it. You know, in that one. Um... Right, so any any other stories? Well, oh, do you know what we've we've loved? Right, so um, some of the stories, some of the things the children come out with, absolutely hilarious. My favourite, right? You know, like children mishear things, mispronounce things, but this one honestly had me increases. Um, obviously, at a Catholic school or maybe a Church of England school, um, this teacher overheard the class. Uh, doing Our Father, <laughs> hadn't quite heard the lyrics properly. So it was um, Our Father, Martin Evans. <laughs> uh, uh, it fits so perfectly. So <laughs> just like, oh. who's Martin Evans? Oh, I our love Father, it, Martin Evans. I mean, that, that I, have to, me. I have to tell you this, I've been keeping this one on lockdown, but this really did make my day so someone commented and uh for all the listeners out there who are working in schools some of you may have had Ofsted recently or anything like that if you've ever had the experience of Ofsted exactly it's not a relaxing time it's, is it it's it's just brilliant though when an Ofsted inspector <laughs> or anything like that just gets a hint of I don't know what what you could call it a hint of justice. <laughs> yeah, a bit of karma. A little bit of karma. For the stress they put on us. So this uh, this lovely lady commented and said, a child in reception said to an Ofsted inspector yesterday, you're quite fat. Fatty, fatty, fatty. <laughs> <laughs> and you can imagine a reception kid. Absolutely. Innocent as you like. Oh, the and then teacher. The teacher best... must absolutely be, oh, just be mortified. Oh, but the best but... bit, she then goes on to say, the inspector then spent the rest of the day explaining that he had joined a diet group and was trying to eat healthy. Oh, <laughs> oh. 
I think you've got a little bit of room to improve in that department, <laughs> fatty bum. <laughs> so we were trying to think of some stories that we, we could do. Um, and what we'd like to do is sort of theme them as well. So if we talk about a couple of stories that are quite similar, and then hopefully you guys can share your similar stories. So like I said, well, there can be any story, um, but if you do want us to share the story, I mean, some of the stories we've had are just amazing, but we're quite... <sighs> And we don't know, because some of them, they have sort of vulgar language and we don't want to go down that route, but it's, oh, there was one, there's, there's, oh, a, there's one there is that a, honestly, there's, there's a few, so the thing is funny. we want you to send in all the ones that you feel like, oh yeah, well, they're yeah, not going to yeah. be able to use this because there's chances that we can kind of, you know, well, change it, edit it uh, and things like that, but there has been a few that really have been. Um, yeah. Stand out, yeah. For for yeah, funny though. Um, so yeah, what we've decided to do for for the is both tell the story about when a student um, has decided to not be so truthful and it sort of backfired. We're gonna we'll use the old classic a white lie. Yeah, like, you know right. it's not that so, serious. It's not going to affect anyone. But lies from children when they're trying to worm their way out are some of the, you know, absolute Yeah, goals. but this, this story from me, I mean, it nearly, oh, I nearly got in, yeah, real, real danger, right? <sighs> so a few years back, we had a, I had a kid in my class, right? And of course, with all these stories, we're changing the name, you know. So we had a child in, in my class and he was, oh, how can I put it? He just used to make up very, very bold statements that, um, initially, because he, he he was sort of new to the school, so he'd only joined us um, sort of when I was in year five, I think it was. Um, so everyone's giving him sort of the benefit of the doubt, and he'd come out with these bold claims. I don't know whether it was because he felt sort of insecure, whatever it might be. Uh, children eventually clocked on that, that he was telling um, he was full of porky you know, pies, porky pies, uh, in that he once claimed to invent Facebook. And went around <laughs> trying to make him out, make it out like he was the one behind Facebook, which, um, yeah, most of the children sort of clocked onto straight away and weren't very uh, impressed with. And the thing was, I, I spoke to him a few times and just sort of said, you know, I know you didn't invi- invent Facebook because a man called uh, Mark Zuckerberg did. Um, and he just, it was sort of like Jay from The Inbetweeners, but he wasn't aware of what he was doing. Do you know what I mean? He yeah, wasn't... yeah. So it was right towards the end of the year and one of the teachers, the head teacher sort of said to one of the teachers, look, we've got this swimming gala on um, Monday. This must have been like the Thursday, Friday. Um, can you put a team together? So the, the teacher's gone round. We didn't have time to like try, have any trials. Or yes. It's just a case of anyone swim for a club, right, you're in. So going around the classes, comes to my class, uh, anyone swim for a club, anyone feel that they're good at swimming, you know, this is going to be a competition. So this lad's hand goes up. And um, fun. I wasn't in. It was I was on my PPA when this right. happened. So uh, obviously, if I was there, it'd have been a quick hand down, pal. Yeah. Um, you didn't but, raise Michael Phelps' lad. <laughs> no, no, he wasn't <laughs> my class. So uh, anyway, put his hand up. The teacher, completely oblivious, just sort of said, "Right, do you swim for a team? Yeah. You know what, what's your, you know, what's your stroke, whatever it might be." And he's just, he's just played the game. He's just gone, "Yep, yep, yep." Just made it out like he is. He's felt like he swam in the last Olympics. So the teacher's going, "Oh, I think we've got a chance here." So we rock up to this swimming gala, and of course, with some of the children, the swimming in clubs and 
they're obviously going to take this very, very seriously. Of course, Some yeah. Some of the parents who are actually coaches for the uh, sort of local teams, they're, they're thinking we're going to compete, we're going to be in the mix. I think we did quite well until it came to this race and this lad's got onto the edge uh, <laughs> ready to jump in. And uh, obviously the, the, the whistle or the... the, the Whistled, the horn. Yeah, the horn goes. And he jumps in. And to be fair, apparently, this teacher's recount, it was an impressive enter into the water. But well, surely but... diving lessons <laughs> with the Facebook money, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. But then it went drastically, drastically wrong uh, to the point where the kid was drowning. You know, the kid was in serious trouble. Seen out of jaws kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, he was fluttering, he was all over the place. The teacher, in an absolute... You can imagine that you're there, all the parents are watching, and you've picked this team with this lad who cannot even swim. Lifeguard's got him out, he, he's in a right fluster, and, um, and yeah, the, the, the teacher actually got a bright mouthful of one of the parents who was sort of like, you've made a mockery of this. Uh, but oh, I'll tell you what, when she told the story on the, in the staff room that we were absolutely... <laughs> oh, just because that was it. It was like, I think he, he actually learned his lesson there in that he cannot... He cannot make stuff up. Where's his mindset there, though? I mean, he's looking at the water. The, the, the horn's about to go off. He's in his trunks. He's probably a little bit cold. He's thinking to himself, right, I've told him I'm a good swimmer, <laughs> but I don't know how to swim. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. I can't get my head around why, why he thought he'd, 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 he'd offer to do it. I'll tell you what, though. Fair play for getting in. You know, oh, you yeah, say yeah. jumping in at the deep end. He actually <laughs> did it. You know, yeah. he did it. But, um... Yeah, it didn't work out well. Needless to say, we didn't bring home the trophy that year. I think we were on the brink as well. I think we were close to finishing. And you put your best swimmer last to bring <laughs> yeah, it home. It, home. <laughs> it might have even been. If I remember, it might have been a relay that he did. And he was, and it was like, um, and he must have done like one of the last laps. And we, we were ahead and he's just jumped in. And we're like, yeah, go on. And then he just didn't appear again. <laughs> he just didn't appear above the water. Oh, Anyway, oh. yeah. Well, I've got, I've only got a similar one. To do with sport, but it's a little, it's a, it's a tad different. So, um, I knew this boy, we call him David, and uh, you know he is, he was one of my absolute goldens. I had him from year two, and obviously doing all the sport in my last school, he finally got into year five, and and then in year five I could potentially pick him for the football team. He used to love football, absolutely love it. Um, quite quite a handy player as well, to be fair. Um, the problem was he had a he was prone he was he was always lying and he was getting himself in trouble and yeah. obviously I used to go and see him and I used to say to him come on cut the lying out I said so anyway gets to a point where he'd had a couple of good weeks and I said to him listen listen David I'm gonna put you in the football team and he just gave me this massive hug one of them great feelings in the job <laughs> I just went. But you've got to do me a favour, David. I said, you can't get in trouble. You can't get sent out. You can't tell any more lies. You have to tell the truth. And you will be wearing that brand new football kit for our team. I promise, Mr Parkinson, I swear I will not tell any lies. <laughs> I said, well, I believe you, David. I really do. So I go home. I'm driving home. I'm thinking... You made a difference I, I, yeah, today. I've inspired him there. He's, he's never... He's on the right path. He's never going to lie again. Again. Half past nine, the following day, <laughs> I hear on the door. I open it. There's David stood there with his year five teacher. His year five teacher turns around to me and says, Mr. Parkinson, 
Um, I've got David here. Uh, he informed me yesterday that you'd put him on the football team uh, as long as he didn't tell any lies. I said, that's true, sir. And he said, go and tell him what you've been telling everyone this morning. <laughs> and immediately I'm thinking, come on, David, you're better than this, lad. Please don't be anything too bad. So he walks up. Bear in mind, I'm there teaching a year six uh, reading lesson. Luckily, the children were heading books at the time. So David walks up to the desk. He's looking very down, worried, you know, fearing that he's going to get the, the dreaded chop. From and the uh, as his teacher's just about to leave, he said, Oh, sir, just ask David what he's got in his garden <laughs> and shut the door. And immediately I thought, this is going to be, you know, this could be anything, oh, you know, yeah. listening to David. So at that point, all the, all, the, all the year sixes are turning and looking and, you know, they're, they're getting their ears out, they're ready to go. So I said to David, I said, well, I'm not going to lie to you, David, I'm not happy to have you here. And he was, I'm not happy to be here. <laughs> and I said, so go on then. What have you got in your garden, David? And he went, a donkey. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, I'm, you can imagine, I'm struggling. <laughs> I'm absolutely struggling. The kids know I'm struggling in the class. <laughs> I can hear little sniggers, I think. Keep it together. So I turned around and I said, but you haven't got a donkey, have you, David? And he went, no. <laughs> and I said, what did we talk about? Like, but I thought, you know. Listen, it was a little porky pie. I'm a willing to let it go. It could have been a lot worse. Luckily, the next day, he gets brought to me again. Yes. I've got good work to show you, I thought. Brilliant. He comes in, same class I'm with. He comes up, shows me his work. I said, brilliant. Here's your football letter. As he's walking out, I said, what happened to your donkey, David? <laughs> and he popped his head back in the class and went, it died! <laughs> <laughs> In which the class just erupted. And uh, I just thought, do you know what? Fair play. play. Yeah, he's got a vivid imagination. Especially when you think where that school was. You know, weren't going to have a donkey in a garden, was Not going to have a donkey, no. Wasn't a uh, rural Maybe a Peugeot. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a Peugeot. Yeah, on fire. Oh, brilliant. Oh, funny, funny. So, uh, please do get in touch with some of your stories. We'd love to, to hear them. We'd love to share them. Um, they do give us a giggle, uh, and we'll, yeah, next week we'll share a few more. So, um, thanks for listening. Thank you. Take care. As always, uh, if you've enjoyed it, please do subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Um, you can listen to it on SoundCloud on the website as well. We've had quite a few teachers listen on that there. Um, but yeah, for us to get up the charts, we'd love to see if we can climb higher than 30. We do. We want to get back in the top 1,000, guys. Come on. <laughs> um, do rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, share it with your friends. We've had loads of teachers, loads of teachers listening to it on the way to work, on the way home from work, even just setting the classroom up in the morning. We've had some lovely comments from teachers who were there listening with their TAs, just having a giggle. Um, so I hope you've enjoyed it. That's what it's there for. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye-bye.